Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to another episode of The The Castle Castle Chat. Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney-themed podcast. Today it's time to hand out awards to all the creative and iconic Disney Channel original movies. We are covering tons of categories and some winners may surprise you. Want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode? Be sure to follow us on all socials at The Castle Chat. If you love what you hear, please leave us a rating or review on Apple or Spotify so we can continue to build this community. Are you ready to jump into the episode? Let's chat about it. Freaking comms. Yeah. I am so ready. I mean, there are too many, I think, to truly give this award show a true range and picture of all Disney Channel original movies, but we sure did our darndest. Um, yeah, we did. There's over a hundred, right? Yeah, there are over a hundred DCOMs. When we pulled up the list to start going through them, I was baffled at how many there are, at how many have come out since I stopped being obsessed with the Disney Channel. And You stopped being obsessed with the Disney Channel? When well, did that happen? <laughs> when Disney Plus was introduced. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I agree. And Disney Channel is just not the same as it used to. The new shows they've got and movies, I'm just like, it's just not the same. I couldn't agree more, but um, a little fun fact and history to get us started because who doesn't love some fun facts and some history? Before there were Disney Channel original movies, the very first technical Disney Channel original movie came out in 1997. Before that, they had what were considered Disney premiere films. Ooh, so so fancy. They were the same thing. They were movies solely released on the Disney Channel before you know DVD and all that stuff was invented because Disney then just started releasing movies on DVD but they had these Disney Channel specific movies that would come out and they were called Disney Premiere or Disney Channel Premiere Films and you know what is one of those films what Hocus Pocus. Wow. Yeah, Hocus Pocus. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah, I didn't either until researching for this episode. But Hocus Pocus was never released in theaters. It was technically a decom. Yeah. In what it was introduced as. And now we're about to get our sequel. Oh, yeah. Well, by the time this episode comes out, the sequel will be out. This is true. Okay. Yeah. So, so we will have to give our review of the film in a future episode for I'm sure. Down. I'm down. But it is very exciting to hear that was a part of that. I love that. But we are not including Disney Channel premiere films. We are starting with 1997 films when they were actually called Disney Channel original movies. You know the ones where they had the, let's watch a Disney Channel movie. You know that (laughs) little theme song that they would play? All I can imagine, all I can remember is like the The guy doing the toe touch. The guy doing the toe touch with like the film reel like rolling through the screen. Yes. Yeah. mm -hmm, Yeah. That is is it. That's quintessential decom action. I know. And there are some huge movies on this list. When it came to categorizing a lot of these, I was like, man, 
how are some of these movies going to be other ones? There's either like a bunch of them that are really, really good and it's super hard to pick a winner or it's like, have I even seen this decom? There's so many of them. They're all across the board. Um, so Kate, why don't you explain a little bit what the format is for our award show for those that maybe have not listened to an award show episode before. Wonderful. So for our award shows, we take a particular theme or category and we break it down even further. So for example, we have, I will just give you one of the categories that we have for this episode. An example would be sports DCOMs. So DCOMs that are specifically sports related. We list them out and then Court and I rank them from the highest number being our favorite of that category and the lowest number being our least favorite of that category. After we've both ranked them, we combine the numbers that we've given them and the movie with the highest number is the winner of that category. Yes, and we do typically pick about six movies per category to kind of narrow down um, those searches and also those are what we consider our nominees what you would see in like if you were to go to the oscars or the grammys you're going to have multiple nominees for a category and we want you guys to feel like you are truly at an award show so we have our nominees and our winners and sometimes even ties when it comes to certain categories so we like to provide a little bit of variety but with some of these decom categories there weren't really six films that fit in that category so there might be four or five versus six because we just kind of put in there what what fit yeah and not to mention court and i are doing the nominating so obviously there may be some of your favorites that are left out we certainly apologize for that but based off of what we know what we love what we've seen our award ceremony today has plenty of nominees for us to get through so court why don't we break down what our categories are actually going to be yes and before i do that i just wanted to know also that Usually, Caitlin will pick three nominees and I'll pick three nominees, so it's definitely our opinion split in half. Um, But our categories for tonight's award show are Most Underrated DCOM, Best Sequel DCOM, Best High School Slash Teen Drama, Best Musical, Best Futuristic, Best Spooky Season, Best Sports, Deepest Meaning, Best Decom, Worst Decom, and then we've got Court's Top Pick, and we've got Kate's Top Pick. I love these categories. They're so fun. There's a lot. I mean, there's this is probably over, our, yeah. There's over a hundred films to try to rank here. Mm-hmm. When we did the early 2000s, I don't even remember how many we had there, but it was less than a hundred. Uh, yeah, and this is definitely the most categories I think we've ever done. Which I'm really excited because some of these films are going to get some wins. But I've already, as we were rating them, we were like, oh, we're starting to see some patterns here. So once again, these are our opinions. We would love to hear what you guys think the winners of these categories should be. We'll definitely put some stuff on our Instagram story where you guys can drop your results as well. So let's kick it off with our first category, which is most underrated decom. What are the nominees, Kate? And the nominees are the Sweet Life movie. Jump In, Smart House, Phineas and Ferb, The Even Stevens Movie, and The 13th Year. And the winner is 
Smart House. Smart House. This was my childhood. I love, love, love this film. This, I was watching a review of this film, of this decom, and um, the way that the person that was giving the review was talking about it, if you take the storyline out of context, um, yeah, it's a little weird, but was it still a great decom, and did I watch it over and over again? Um, absolutely. Yeah, I mean... A lot of people, if you haven't heard of Smart House, you just need to go ahead and watch it right now. I do think it's definitely underrated. It is really good for what it is. But yeah, when you take this story, it can get a little weird. Yeah, so basically a quick plot is um, teenage boy doesn't want dad to date, gets a house that is um, accompanied with um, or comes with a stand-in technological mom. Basically, basically like if Siri came to life or right. Alexa, you know? Yeah. So he's like trying to keep his dad off the market by basically having somebody in the house that can do all the things that a mom would do. How crazy is that idea? <laughs> it is a very weird concept when you think about it, but it's such a fun movie because I remember back in the day, all the things that were in the film were so futuristic, you know? Okay. So two things. Um, the dance break that happens in this film with the boys. <laughs> yes. I personally think that it could have been um, inspiration for um, Boys in Motion with That's So Raven. We are the Boys in Motion. It definitely. We give you art. Sorry, I had to keep going. Exactly. Devotion boys. I definitely think it gave those vibes. Um, yeah, but for sure. Also, there's like a scene where like she just pops a cupcake out of the counter or something like that or cookies, some, t- some type of dessert. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, if I could have that in the house that'd be sweet no effort just baked goods Uh right there i love it yeah so um i think it's really fun to watch things like that back like two decades later to see how far technology has come in a movie about what like super advanced technology would look like like you said it's kind of like if siri came to life um plus like all of these things that a house can do which i think maybe some of those things could even be possible now where they seemed so bizarre in this film when I was watching it as a kid. So um, if you haven't seen it, Disney Plus has all the decoms on lock for you. So go check it out. Um, These decoms are not super lengthy. So if you've got a spare 55 minutes or so, you should be able to get through it. So I did just look up the Rotten Tomatoes for Smart House. I know you're big into Rotten Tomatoes. This one actually hasn't been rated by Rotten Tomatoes, but the audience score was a 53. A 53? Okay, so people were split on this. They were like, it was fine, but it wasn't great. Yeah. It wasn't terrible, though. Uh, Yeah. I mean, just I figured you'd appreciate those stats. I think I'm going to look them up as we go through the winners for sure. So um, one of the Rotten Tomatoes things that I did actually find, the Phineas and Ferb movie that is in this category is actually one of the highest rated Rotten Tomatoes decoms. That's so fascinating to me. Yeah, I guess Phineas and Ferb is a big hit. Not something that I was ever particularly um, into. I think I was out of that stage of watching what was on Disney Channel when it originally came out. But I think my younger sisters might have watched it. It got good ratings, though. So I guess it was pretty good. I think the show's pretty funny. Yeah, I think it's a funny show. For sure. Okay, so what's our next category? Okay, the next category is Best Sequel. And the nominees are Halloween Town Calabar's Revenge, High School Musical 2, K 
Camp Rock The Final Jam. Xenon 2. Descendants 3. And Teen Beach 2. And the winner is... The one and only High School Musical 2. Had to be High School Musical 2. Honestly, High School Musical shouldn't even be allowed in this category because they just dominate. (laughs) But like, I mean we will give it to high school musical for sure it's so great yeah so high school musical 2 is actually the highest grossing film of the high school musical franchise and of dcoms in general there were like 17 million people that tuned in to watch this sequel at 8 p.m whatever time they put the dcom on it came on on disney channel and there were is the highest viewing that disney channel has ever had that's so crazy yeah for comparison high school musical the original film had a 65 percent on rotten tomatoes and high school musical 2 had an 83 percent on rotten tomatoes so definitely a jump there yeah for them to come back with as strong as high school musical was in general the original og was super successful for a decom it started this whole movement of sorts i feel like when i definitely when i was when when high school musical came out i was obsessed i bought the cd i did all the things i had a poster (laughs) did you go see them on tour I didn't go see them on tour. I know. I'm pretty sure I have like vague memories of maybe it was that or it was Hannah Montana and the Cheetah Girls. I can't remember which one I was at, but it, I have some vague Disney Channel memory of going to one of those concerts. Yeah, I, me and one of my friends did a middle school musical. We made our own. I love that. Um, we, <laughs> middle school musical. We got cardboard and we made backdrops for our scenes. Don't worry. Um, I'm okay, but don't, it was, don't worry. I it was a good time. I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but, yeah high school musical 2 is so much fun i love when they're at lava springs and they've all got their summer jobs and it's so vibrant and colorful and fun and the dance numbers and the songs i mean it is just such a good time i think it also speaks to what an impact this franchise has had that even so many years removed now disney plus is doing high school musical the musical the series and Mm -hmm. it's going on its fourth season so it's having a really long successful run for what it is people just love the idea of this franchise and what it stands for i think out of this category i love that um the sequel to xenon is called xenon the sequel i think that is so clever but um, it can win uh, most clever name in the sequel category. Absolutely, absolutely. But without a question, High School Musical 2 is it in the sequel category. Yes. All right, let's kick it over to our next category. Our next category is High School Teen Drama. We love this one. Our nominees are Stuck in the Suburbs, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, Cowbells, Cadet Kelly, Read It and Weep, and Princess Protection Program. And our winner is, y'all already knew it was Cadet Kelly. It had to be Hilary Duff. I'm sorry, Hilary Duff, she just wins. She's iconic. She's amazing. You, it's one of, I think it was one of those times on the Disney Channel where you could take these people like Hilary Duff and plop them into anything else on the Disney Channel and it was going to have lots of views. Like everyone was Mm -hmm. gonna be into it. Yes. Yes, we both grew up in the 90s, so Hilary Duff was a huge part of our lives as kids and early teens. Yeah, so I remember watching this. I remember laughing at it, thinking that it was 
funny and I loved the chemistry between Christy Carlson Romano taking somebody out of Even Stevens and then Hilary Duff from Lizzie McGuire. So you have these worlds of Disney Channel shows collide in this decom and I think it is a classic. For sure. And what was our backup? What was our second runner up for that? It was, let me see, let me look at the numbers. I think it was Stuck in the Suburbs. Stuck in the Suburbs was a good one. I think that one's also underrated, yes, maybe. Yes, because it had what? Drew Seeley in it and Brenda Song. And no, oh my it's, God. It's not even. No, it's not Drew Seeley. It's, it's um, he's from Saturday Night Live. What is his name? Oh, what's the what's the girl's name besides Brenda Song? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Danielle Panabaker. Or, wow. Panabaker? Hannah Baker. Pan- there's she's the sister. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm looking it up. Stuck in the su- this is real life, y'all. We are literally just googling. Stuck in the suburbs. Okay, who is this? Who is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danielle Panna Baker. Your girl. And Taryn Killam. Taryn. Yes. Why did I think it was Drew Seeley? Why does he just like he his name? Just tries pop to up? give Drew Seeley vibes by being a pop star playing his guitar. I mean, yeah. But yeah, okay, Danielle Panabaker and Brenda Song. Yeah, I thought that this, um, also, Brenda Song getting two nominees in um, this category, or two nominations. Oh, yeah, with yeah, Wendy, Wendy Wu. Wu. So she was also, like, at her peak during honestly, this time. this whole section has, like, a studded, like, cast lineup. Because you think about Cowbells, you got Allie and AJ, and then Princess Protection Program, you got Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Yeah, and again, like, please see that disney knows what they're doing they're taking these stars from these existing shows and being like oh um ali and aj well uh one of you is on a show and you're both doing the potential breakup song let's put you in a movie everybody seems to really like you and i remember being like whoa there's an aj what there's a sister and then was obsessed with their music and so of course i wanted to watch cowbells when it came out and with um princess protection program you have demi lovato and selena gomez they're both at that time on their own disney channel shows sunny with a chance and wizards of waverly place so uh, there's a trend here they take the successful actors actresses yeah, from smart. shows and then put them in a new story in a movie so the children kids teenagers who are watching disney channel have a familiar face and say oh i really like them i want to watch this i also just find it funny that this star-studded cast for these films are also the the teen drama ones the drama yeah. in the high school yeah. and they're like yeah we need you for this with stuck in the suburbs though winning this category i love this storyline because if this happened to me in real life it would be a dream come true so i mean a celebrity loses their phone and i accidentally have it and then all of a sudden we're in each other's lives whether you like it or not i mean justin bieber drop your phone i'll grab it for you and we can figure out how to exchange it <laughs> yeah or taylor swift I mean, or both of them. Yeah, that's Let's fine. Let's have too. both their phones. Just confiscate some celebrity phones. Yeah, I am sure these days when it comes to that stuff, they're like, burn it, get a new one. Yeah, <laughs> there. But back then, it was like, no, not my flip phone. Give <laughs> back to me now. I have to send my T9 text message. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that's our high school teen drama category. All of these categories are stacked. Like, there's not really bad selections there's just best or the ones that weren't the best uh-huh for sure all right let's go on to our next category which might be my favorite and was probably the most difficult to select from best musical and the nominees are high school musical camp rock descendants 
Teen Beach Movie, Cheetah Girls, and Lemonade Mouth. And the winner is, once again, High School Musical. This one's so hard because some of the other musical films in this category are top notch, but when I'm rating these, I'm going off of like impact and how much they changed the Disney universe and high school musical is it like mm-hmm. that's why I said like it's so iconic that it almost shouldn't be included in any of the categories because it just it just dominates every category but I mean when you think about when you think of a Disney musical my brain at least goes straight to high school musical yeah well and it was so big that it got its own full-length feature film released in theaters it was part of things that they did in the parks there yeah, was they had like a stage show and a and a like a mini parade thing it was yeah huge. yeah it was a very big deal so I mean the impact that it had on Disney as a whole is unmatched out of all of the decoms here I mean, maybe, I mean, if you include Hocus Pocus with uh, it being technically a decom, I mean, its impact in in Disney, I feel like recently has really sprung forward. But if High School Musical is removed from this category court, which is your next pick? Oh, you guys, I hope you already know, but my pick would be the Descendants trilogy. I mean, it's all of it. It's so, so good. I think the Descendants movies are best when it comes to dance. I yes. can't get enough of the dancing. If it's like the songs themselves and loving the songs, I'm going to go somewhere else. But watching the dancing, which if you guys don't know, formerly am somewhat of a dancer. Um, I, I just love watching the dance numbers from the musicals, the Descendants musicals. But for me, I'm, I'm going Cheetah Girls. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's got some great dance in it too. I freaking love and the Cheetah Girls. I mean, I when it comes to the decoms as a whole, I love the musicals the most. I've always like I've grown up singing and like dancing and being around that type of environment, and so any musical film or a Broadway show or anything like that, I automatically gravitate towards. And I've been that way with DCOMs as well. So this category is definitely my favorite, but was also the most difficult because I love Cheetah Girls. I love Teen Beach Movie. I love Camp Rock. But recently I really have been loving Descendants. And I think the reason why I love Descendants so much is because it was directed and choreographed by Kenny Ortega, who directed and choreographed High School Musical. So in my eyes, Descendants is like the new generation's High School Musical. Did you say Kenny Ortega? I did say Kenny Ortega. Could we be talking about him some other time in the future? We are planning a Kenny Ortega episode in the future, maybe a Disney Legends episode. Weird. Okay, that's a fun blurb. Anyway, um, moving on. Moving on to our (laughs) next category, um, the best futuristic decom category. Who are our nominees for this category? Okay, our nominees for best futuristic are Xenon, Smart House, Pixel Perfect and Zapped. And the winners are a tie between Xenon and Smart House. These are both great films. I think Xenon is also classic early 2000s Disney gold. And I love the concept here that Xenon is a girl whose family lives on a giant spaceship and she gets grounded 
And when her parents say grounded, they mean she's being sent to Earth to live with a family member. I think it's her aunt that is living on Earth and they live in space. And that is so futuristic to me. Can you imagine if there was like a big thing in space that a bunch of people just lived on? And if you get grounded or if you have to visit somebody, it's like, oh, I have to go to Earth? That's so funny. Only well, I mean, we do have the International Space Station, which astronauts do stay on but it's not like a living community it's not like in xenon where it feels like they're at summer camp but it's like they're home <laughs> yeah i feel like with smart house literally hgtv builds smart houses now like that is our reality so i feel like for its time it was definitely hitting the nail on the head with being futuristic and again like i said going back and watching something like that and seeing what at the time when it was released was considered like oh my gosh this crazy futuristic idea for a house how crazy would it be how if, wild yeah and so i think both of these are really great ideas and storylines for them to just be disney channel movies an honorable mention to pixel perfect Man, what a great film. Ricky Ullman is the highlight of that film, uh -huh. in my opinion. Yep, it is so good. I mean, Zapped, have you ever seen Zapped? I've never seen Zapped. It has Zendaya in it. It's about an app. I think to, I think the idea was like you build an app, they built an app and it controls guys or does something, I don't know, something I mean, I, I voted it the lowest only because the other ones were so great. I, and I hadn't seen it, but if you are a Zapped fan, please let us know. We would love to hear your review of that film and before we go watch it ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should give all of these movies uh, a shot just to see what is out there, the ones that I haven't watched, but um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I never looked up the Rotten Tomatoes for Cadet <gasps> Kelly. A must. I'm going to look that up for a second. Are you looking up another Rotten Tomatoes? I'm looking up um, the plot of Zapped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cadet Kelly was not rated on the tomato meter, but it did have a 49% audience score. So, um, what? <laughs> Cadet Kelly is so good. Maybe you guys agree with the Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't. We already looked at what High School Musical was. Let's look at... I wonder Xenon probably doesn't have it either. Probably not. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes, Xenon. I can't even spell today. Okay. Here... Do you have it? Do you have Xenon? No, go ahead. Okay. Here's the plot of Zapped. After a disastrous first day at her new school, Zoe downloads an app that was first supposed to control her family dog, but after her <laughs> phone falls into the dog food after it skated down the solar panels, she finds out that the app changed from controlling the dog to the men in her life. Very interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to think about all that. Yeah, me either. I mean, I'm it's sure it's a great, it's a, it's a decom, it's gotta be good, so I might as well walk it, it a shot. It also has Zendaya, so yeah, I yeah, mean, of course. how bad can it be? Okay. Xenon did not have a tomato meter score, but had an audience score of 62%. That's better than what was the one that had fit Smart House. It was better than Smart House. Yeah. So the people and better like than Cadet Kelly, which I'm like, mm, they people like Xenon. People love Xenon. All right. Let's do our next category. Kick it off, Kate. All right. Kick our it off, Kate. I love that. That should be a phrase. <laughs> Kick it off, Kate. All right, go ahead. Sounds like... Um, <laughs> Gotta kick it up. Exactly. Yep. See? <laughs> so our next category is best spooky season decom perfect for this time of year spooky 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 yes super spooky our nominees are halloween town don't look under the bed twitches girl versus monster 
and mom's got a date with a vampire. And the winner is Halloween Town. Oh, such a great film. Debbie Reynolds, we love you. She's amazing. And I used to be so obsessed with the Halloween Town movies. I was not, I'm, well, I was not, and I still am not a spooky, scary movie type of person, but Halloween Town, I could throw down. I was like, yep, let's, let's put this on. Doesn't scare me. I'm good. This is my level. This is my threshold right here. And I would just watch them on repeat. Loved all of them. I even loved the last one that didn't even have the original characters in it. I just thought they were all so fun. It's really not so scary. It's like what Disney does with their spooky stuff, right? Yeah, I know, which is why that's the only thing I can really watch. I'm just too chicken to watch anything else. I remember when I was little, I was actually terrified of Don't Look Under the Bed. Really? I saw, like, clips of it or watched a little bit of it, and I had to turn it off. Of course, when it came out, it was uh, late 90s, so I was a small child, but... It was definitely spooky, I guess, for kids in terms of what I remember. Twitches was decent. Twitches also felt very, like, spooky in a weird way. I was, like, I just, like, I loved the film, but I was just, like, this whole concept is really bizarre. Like, it just was very out there, and it's it's a really good film, though. Yeah, again, taking Tia and Tamara Mallory from sister right, sister right. and plopping them into a movie with a different plot and of course people are gonna watch it so it's like disney knows what they're doing or something yeah they have a pattern here for sure okay rotten tomatoes halloween town 80 percent on the tomato meter and 71 percent on the audience score so definitely yeah. out there with rotten tomatoes yeah no i thought the idea was really fun also when i think of halloween the music from this movie is what comes to my mind oh yeah like that is the halloween soundtrack that plays in my mind not any of the other songs that tend to be popular it is the halloween however it like plays that's what my brain associates with halloween do you have a favorite halloween town out of the ones that the original okay yeah Yeah. i loved that one i like the i like the second one Um, it's so hard to pick now i want to go watch them all it is spooky season so yeah it's it's, we should definitely do them yeah, for sure. You need to also watch The Descendants. I know, I, I know. I'll tell you this we all the time. We're going to have a marathon. We have to sit down yes. and watch them all. Yes, absolutely. Okay, our next category is sports. This might be my... Really? I, I love the musicals, but I know all of these movies. See, I, I didn't really watch the sports ones growing up, and I was involved in sports myself, but... Since dating my now fiance, he is very into like Disney sports movies, like ones that are just are sports movies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's such a good film. And he's like, it's actually Disney. And I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. I, sometimes I didn't even realize it. So but many good ones. I'm sure he's seen every single one of these DCOMs. I've only seen a few of them. So rating this category was a little bit tricky for me. Don't worry, I'll fill in the gaps. Okay, please do. I will go ahead and tell you guys the nominees, though. So our nominees for our sports category are. Brink, Johnny Tsunami, Motocross, Go Figure, Double Teamed, and Jump In. And the winners are a tie with Johnny Tsunami and Jump In. Okay, so 
my personal favorite didn't win, but Johnny Tsunami is a fine second. And Jump In, I feel like, is one of those underrated movies. Was it in our underrated category? I've already forgotten. Um, yes, it was. Yeah. I really liked this film. I thought it was really fun and different. And I love how they um, took the sports approach differently with this, with, with Double Dutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more of an obscure sport. Yeah. But again, taking Kiki Palmer from Proud Family and Corbin Blue from High School Musical, let's make a new movie. Um, love that. It was great. I thought the music and the storyline was fun. But in terms of the other sports movies, these are really good storylines. I feel like it's really easy to make an engaging plot regarding sports in general. But just to give you a quick rundown, Brink my personal favorite is a story about a skater he is a a rollerblader skater and um has to get a sponsorship be like a sponsored skater in order to help his family and win money to help his family out and his like skater bros really shame him for getting this sponsorship and being kind of like a frou-frou skater and anyway it's this whole storyline about struggling with trying to help his family and prioritizing their needs and his friends and them giving him a hard time for doing what he needs for his family and being bullied by the new people on the team when he's the new kid anyway great movie it's the third decom of all time so this is truly in the og category so for good. sure if you love princess diaries josh from the princess diaries is the main character I love that. Yeah. So, you know, if you're into that and you've never seen Brink, go watch it. I need to watch Brink. So Johnny Tsunami is a story about a kid who grew up in Hawaii who has to move to Utah, I believe, or Colorado, and has to switch from surfing to snowboarding. So fun idea, right? Has to take on frozen water this time. Frozen. Motocross (laughs) is a story about... A guy who is a motocross racer, he gets injured, can't compete in this big competition or tournament, and his sister, who also loves motocross racing but can't race because her dad doesn't think that girls should race motocross, cuts her hair off, takes his place, like switches with him after he's injured and competes in this race and like blows everyone away and like takes away the female stereotype of motocross racing. A very uh, Mulan Go Sports vibe. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I actually have seen part of that film because yeah. as you're describing it, I'm like, I remember this, but yeah. And then go figure ice skating turns hockey. Ah, I love go figure. I think the character in this film, I can't remember is maybe named Caitlin. I can't remember. I have to look it up. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think I connected to this film because it's like, wow, no movie or show or anything ever uses the name Caitlin and that is my name so automatically what cool. that's your name never knew that <laughs> never knew that was your name yes Thanks in case for you sharing. were wondering <laughs> my name is Caitlin um, <laughs> and oh. double teamed is a true based on a true story about um sisters who play basketball good is a good movie I watched it several times and then jump in like we talked about double dutch I just felt like this is a personal favorite category so I needed you all to have an idea of what these movies are about so you should feel a little more motivated to go watch them because if you haven't seen them you are missing out yeah disney does sports movies right at least that's what i've learned recently when i've been watching all of them um but to note the rotten tomatoes for johnny tsunami and jump in were about the same they're about 62 63 percent okay did you look it up for brink 
Did Brink I have did a rating? I did not up for Brink. Let me see. Let me search it. Brink. Rotten. I love type. I love saying what I'm typing. I'm really good at that. <laughs> do you ever do that? Do you ever like as you're read texting, out like read yes. out your mm-hmm. read out your text? Absolutely. I it do. helps me process a little more. You're getting an insight to my brain. Oh, Brink 76. Yeah, I told you. Wow, I Quality. definitely need to. I need to give that one a watch. It's so good. Okay, let's go to our next category. All right, deepest meaning. Yes, our category of deepest meaning has nominees of. Wow, I said that really backwards. <laughs> the has, nominees has nominees are, of. <laughs> the nominees are True Confessions, The Color of Friendship, Tiger Cruise, Gotta Kick It Up, Miracle in Lane 2, and Motocrossed. And the winner is The Color of Friendship. Such a cute, wholesome movie. It's really, I mean, it is deep. Like, the movie it is, is but very it's so deep. Cute. I, 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 I think I love it. So if you aren't aware, The Color of Friendship is a Disney Channel original movie that is actually the only DCOM that ever won um, like a, an accredited award of some sort. So it won an Emmy, which I think is a pretty big deal. Um, but the storyline is that it's, it's based on a true story and it is about, um, a girl from South Africa who moves in with an African American family in the U S during apartheid in Africa. And it is a look into race and, um, a lot of different things that you would maybe think that during the time that it came out, night which was 2000, I think two, it said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 2000. 2000. Um, that it would be something that maybe Disney wouldn't want to touch on, but they really jumped in with this. The storyline's really compelling. Like I said, it's based on a true story, um, and it was so well done that it won an Emmy. So Yeah, I mean, I think it's so incredible that Disney took this route back in 2000 you know, we think about the conversations that we have today about race and Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. And and to know that that was a conversation that was happening in 2000 around a Disney film, I'm very proud of the company for, for putting this type of film out. And that's why I feel like it's so wholesome and so needed um, for that time frame. I remember, you know, watching this and feeling very inspired. Yeah, I think that that's a good point because if... Disney has as much influence as it does to be able to take a topic that might be difficult to talk about or might be something that some families don't know how to talk about it or don't have the ability to have well-rounded conversations with their kids regarding things like race or privilege, things like that, and putting it in a Disney movie that helps kids grow up and understand certain topics that are a little bit more difficult um i feel like that's something that they should be aware of i mean yeah it doesn't have to be like a happy musical all the time it can be something that teaches the next generation really valuable lessons yeah this one was a definite winner for me in this category it really um just sums up deepest meaning FYI, in so many ways it got 100 percent on rotten tomatoes that's amazing so it is a very good film if you haven't seen it you should watch it the other films that are in this category touch on autism um military and 9-11 um diversity and um minority struggles 
dis- people with disabilities trying to do things that normal people or people without disabilities can do um, more easily. And like we talked about with motocross, being a female in a, a male-dominated sport or something like that. So really good topics within these films that are in this category that make them all worth watching. Yes. So glad we had this category. Yes. All right. So we've got our final two categories, best and worst. Do you want to start with a particular one? Let's start with worst. Okay. I mean, I think everyone knows what's coming with best. So yeah. let's just let's go start ahead and with do the worst. worst. Okay. So for worst decom, the nominees are Radio Rebel, Freaky Friday, the new version, Zombies, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, Camp Rock, I will talk about this later, and Geek Charming. And the winners of the winners of the worst are Radio Rebel and the new Freaky Friday. I mean, Radio Rebel is like trying to be a Hannah Montana that should have never happened. And Freaky Friday should never have been remade again. I mean simple as that they're trying to do too much yeah it's just like okay here's a line don't do it again but i have some beef i have some beef with you (sighs) so court and i both nominated particular films and i put camp rock on this list why 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 would you why i think the film is fine i love the songs acting is Mm. In terms of related, comparing to other musicals um, that decom that are in decom history, um, the acting is so bad. Okay, I will give you that, and I will give you that alone. I won't give you anything else. The blonde girl, too cool for you. Her shoulder. I freaking lived <laughs> off you? of making fun of anything that she did in that movie. You mean Which, Tess Tyler? And yeah, TikTok. I mean, TikTok has like destroyed this film. Oh my gosh. Every time I see the reactions of like, um, when she's like, I'm going to be a music producer and she like taps her hands on the keyboards <laughs> and it's like, bop, 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 bop. Okay. All right. It does have bad acting, but it's like, such put a the good Jonas, film. If you're going to put the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato in this movie, could we at least make like a little more effort? With High School Musical, I love the fact that Ashley Tisdale coming from Sweet Life, obviously another pull from a Disney show, but everybody else in that movie, I had no idea who they were. And I feel like that when you're doing something groundbreaking is almost easier to get something right. But like with the Jonas Brothers and Demi Lovato already having such a big hold on the music world, specifically the Disney music world, they did great with the music, but like they could have gotten better actors to be in this movie. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, that's where the beef lies. It's fine. You can nominate it. Um, we're moving on though. It didn't. It didn't win the category, so you're safe. Okay, I'm curious what the um, Rotten Tomatoes are for Radio Rebel and Freaky Friday, though. So I'm gonna look that up. Unranked, they were so bad. <laughs> I just wrote Radio Radio Rabel Rabble Ra- <laughs> Red Bull Radio Red Bull Radio Red Bull Radio <laughs> Radio Rebel. I cannot, guys. I am struggling to type to speak to all the things tonight. Okay, Radio Rebel, let's see. 61%. What? Whoa. Okay. I did not think it was even going to be that high. Well, this is definitely a very cringy film. It's one of those TikTok could destroy it if it wanted to. So, um, yeah, the acting, horrible. 
the idea trying to be Hannah Montana, but not even close. So yeah, it's a solid loss in my book. But let's move on to Best Decom. Oh, yes, we will. Uh, Best Decom. The nominees are Xenon, Descendants, Brink, Halloween Town, The Cheetah Girls, and High School Musical 2. And the winner is, y'all knew, y'all knew, it's High School Musical 2. Of course it is. Like I said, how do you even pick when it's in the category? You know, it's funny though. I think I've gone back and watched the original High School Musical more than I have the second one. But I do think the second one's better. Oh, yeah. Second one's definitely better than the first one, in my opinion. Yeah, I just, I mean, the fact that I get to hear Zac Efron sing for real and it's not a Drew Seeley dub over his lip singing makes it a better watch already. But, I mean, yeah, I I think High School Musical 2 is better than the original and I think it's best out of all of the Disney films disney channel original films on this list because to go from a movie as iconic as high school musical and follow it up with something that's even better is really hard to do in the first place but they did it and that makes it the best and high school musical 3 is not a disney channel original film fun fact you may have thought that it was but it's not because it was released in theaters so a fun fact fun fact off of that for high school musical 3 the apparel company that my dad used to work for made the um, basketball warm-up outfits. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. For the movie, and they had one on a mannequin in his office, and I just remember wanting to be like, can we take dad lunch? Can we go, like, can we go to his, can we go to the office? I just want, I just want to see the tracksuit, please, like the basketball please, warm-up. Please, that's please all I want to see. Please give me the tracksuit. I just want to like run my hand down it, but it's white, so don't touch it. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, when I first found out though that that Zac Efron's voice wasn't actually being used in the first film. It took me a while to get over that. I was like, no, there's no way. There's no way. And I was like, hold on a minute. There is a way. And it definitely is Drew Seeley. And I can totally tell now. When you listen to the singing in the first film and the second film, it's actually kind of hilarious how different it is because it's obviously two different people. But are you not shocked that Zac Efron hasn't had a bigger music career? Like with the Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, uh, like all Jonas Brothers, I guess, kind of Hillary Duff, like all of these Disney Channel people that were, I mean, because like Vanessa Hudgens did an album after High School Musical. Like what if Zac Efron was like Harry Styles? Like, you know what I mean? Like he could have been. I think he absolutely could have, but he probably was like, you know what? This is not my route and everybody else from Disney Channel does this. I'm going to go do my own thing. But seeing him in like The Greatest Showman and stuff and really being able to see his vocal range, that was that was when I was like, okay, this guy's got talent. Yeah, so why hasn't he done more? That's what I'm saying. He probably doesn't need to do more. He probably makes so much money doing what he does. He's like, "Ah, I'm just lazy. I'm just going to not do it. Oh, but he could be... Uh, I mean, I would kill for just a Zac Efron album. It doesn't even have to be a musical. Like, what if he did like a surprise drop album one day? Like surprise of dropping an album. Okay, I just had an idea. I feel like another um, award show that we should do in the future are 
songs by Disney Channel artists that they used to do music videos for on the Disney oh, Channel. Yeah. I lived for the, the Disney Channel music videos. Yeah, like in between the shows, it was like the commercial break, potential breakup song, Allie and AJ all the time wanted to watch it. Um, the Vanessa Hudgens songs after High School Musical, when those would come on, I'd be like, oh, give me more. I watch them all the time. I feel like we could do a whole rundown of all of those music videos. We absolutely could. The so. Earth, Year 3000 Jonas Brothers that used to play Mm -hmm. like nonstop. Yep. I loved all of that. Okay. So we've been through all of our set categories where we voted and and had actual winners. So do you want to break down your personal top picks? Okay. I will. I did select six for my top picks and I'm going to try very hard to pick my absolute favorite, but my top picks are Xenon, High School Musical, Descendants, Camp Rock, Smart House, and Cadet Kelly. Literally all winners from today's (laughs) show. Uh, And out of all of these, like, part of me says High School Musical, but right now, like, if you said of all time, I would say High School Musical. If you would have said, like, the past five years, Descendants. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I I mean, since The Descendants came out, I actually watched them with a kid I was babysitting. It was like the premiere night. She had friends over. I was babysitting. And she's like, you have to watch this with me. And I was like, don't have to ask me twice to watch a Disney movie with you. Absolutely. And I remember sitting during the whole film, my jaw on the floor being like, holy crap. I wish I was as young as this kid right now experiencing it for the first time with all my friends on a sleepover. How yeah. cool would that be? Yeah, I actually had a kiddo at my office recently that um, was like so pumped for her weekend plans. And I was like, oh, girl, what are you doing for your weekend? And she said, "Um, me and my friends are going to see Descendants Live. And our little like town theater did Descendants Live. And I think that's so cute. I should have gone and seen it. I didn't. Yeah. So like all the kids in our little town that we live in went to go see Descendants, like a little production that our local theater did which makes it obviously it's kind of like high school musical the musical series like you get something that's so good that musical companies and theaters want to reproduce it yeah it's a hit so i i definitely understand the hype behind descendants i need to get into it more but you know for now i just will say i understand the hype okay good okay so for my personal list i only listed five and um, some of them are ones that we didn't really talk about. Ouch. So my list includes Luck of the Irish, The 13th Year, Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century, High School Musical, and Brink. So if you ask me to pick my absolute favorite out of this list, <sighs> difficult, but I'd probably say if you like we talked about if you take high school musical off clearly high school musical is going to be my favorite it's like something that i actually was obsessed with but just as true original decoms i probably am going to go with brink close second being luck of the irish luck of the irish is a really good film i'm surprised we didn't have it brought up in a lot more other categories but yeah, well, it is a good I would one. Have put it, I would have put it in the sports category, but we could only nominate six, and it's kind of like mixed between sports and myth 
or like it being a leprechaun. Um, so, and it being a leprechaun. So it, leprechaun like, wasn't hundred percent sports category. Um, I also loved the thirteenth year when I was younger. It's about a boy who, whenever he turns thirteen, realizes he's a mermaid. Um, that's a great storyline. I wish that happened to me when I turned thirteen. I love that your your top picks are more of like the OG ones i love that i just love it that it shows how different we both are i'm just basic over here i feel like my answers are basic which is fine i own being a basic girl and that's fine with me but i love the variety that you and i have yeah, with I think the differences in our favorites i totally agree i think it we've done this before where we said um we had like a this or that and it was like new age disney or old school disney and i think you picked new age disney and i picked old school disney and i feel like that's continuing to be like true of our styles is you are like upbeat modern disney and i am classic old school Your classic disney. kate is what you are classic kate and between the two of us we cover the whole disney timeline from og to to Same. now match so made in heaven i love it it's perfect yes man what a crazy award show i loved this one oh, shout yeah. out to our listeners who put this on blast for us to do oh yeah we got asked multiple times to do decom so I know you guys have been waiting for this one for a while, so thank you for your patience, and we hope that you enjoyed this award show this evening. I want to say this evening, even though people are listening to this at any time of day. It just feels so regal to say, thank you for joining <laughs> us this evening for the award show. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> I love it. That was a Princess Diaries reference, in case you were wondering. Um, <laughs> but once again, thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we are going to kick things over to Kelly for today's trip tip. Hey all, this is Kelly from Kelly's Magical Vacations, the official travel partner of the Castle Chat, and I am so excited to bring you today's trip tip. This is a little bit of a different tip this week, but I wanted to share just to think about taking a Disney Cruise Line vacation. This is such a great option for families because it's basically an all-inclusive. Other than alcohol, everything is included. So that means that your food is included, your staterooms included, the entertainment on the ship, and being able to go to all these different locations. So things that you're going to pay for that are, would be on top of your Disney Cruise Line vacation would be excursions that you do, alcoholic drinks, things like that, kind of those add-ons. But honestly, it is such a great value for a trip and you can go right out of Port Canaveral, which is just about 50 minutes away from Walt Disney World. So you can tack it on to the end of another trip. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney chips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the Castle Chats Instagram, click that link in their bio, and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning. And I can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between. small shop shout out shout out a shop to put something in your car and check out right now <laughs> that was uh, my jingles are getting worse you guys i don't yeah i'm i'm gonna have to say i'm i might have to agree with you on that they have been kind of on the downhill recently i'm running out of ideas if i have to come up with a new jingle every time we do this i mean that's a lot of jingles so yeah i mean it's okay though you're you're out here you're doing your best you're giving people the content week after week and we just appreciate 
your jingle heart. I'm gonna get in the recording studio, guys, and one of these weeks, you're gonna hear an actual jingle come out with like an auto-tune version of my voice, and it's gonna blow you away. Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> okay, Kate, who is our small shop shout out for today? Our small shop shout out today is one that you guys probably know and know well. It is Joe and Co. Goods. Oh yeah, Joe and Co. Goods, their products range from minimal goods to parks inspired jewelry and luxury candles. So quite a variety. Yeah, a good variety and their stuff is so quality. Oh my gosh, their jewelry, it focuses mostly on enamel jewelry and their products are incredible, so Disney focused, but also in a minimalistic way where you can wear it every single day and it's not just like Mickey Mouse in your face. And I love the everyday wear Disney products that these small shops release i mean and joe and co just does a phenomenal job of of doing this and doing it so well and so classy and i don't know i love the dainty jewelry and the the enameled pieces they're just so fun to me and if you guys don't know about them you definitely need to check them out right kate yeah definitely i they have such a variety of jewelry and things that they've done where you can certainly find something that suits you whenever it comes to these small shops when I go to Disney, I give them so much of my money already. They are people who are working day and night, blood, sweat, and tears, putting everything that they have into these products that they make and sell in their small shops. And you can tell with Joe & Co that what they do, they have set out to do it well. They have, I am a pirate's girl. I love their pirate stuff. They have Mickey pumpkin things currently because it's spooky season. They have like like court said minimalist disney jewelry that you can wear in your everyday and it not scream like tacky disney or disney in your face and i love that and to support what these people do and um, how creative they are i love being a part of that Yes, it's definitely so important to support those small shops and give them a follow on the social media platforms and give them love. So definitely check out Joe and Co. Goods on Instagram. But for now, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, guys. <laughs>